Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael E. Tom, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. For your people are listening. We thank you, Father, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, Amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. We always want to put this before you. The vision of what God wants us to do, the vision of our future church, it's not only here now, but the outline is forming out in what was or used to be a parking lot. And I want to challenge you to go and visit the new sanctuary. Take a look out, out through the service. As we pray that God would manifest this before our very eyes. Amen. Amen. You know our theme this year is getting it right. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first. What will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? This is where we get our theme from this whole year. First Timothy chapter four, verse 17. And if we're going to get it right, we're going to have to have some meetings with our brothers and our sisters who say they love the Lord. And these should be private meetings, as Matthew 18, 15 says. If my brother or sister sins, go and point point their fault just between the two of you. And if they listen, you have won them over. Verse 16 says that the meeting has to get a little larger. If they will not listen. Take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. 
talked about this a little bit in Sunday school. Verse 17 of Matthew 18 says, that if they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as they are a pagan or tax collectors. And if we're going to get it right in the year of 2013, there has to be some private meetings going on. Hello, somebody. Not meetings that are meant to hurt, but meetings that are meant to encourage and heal our brother and sister and ultimately heal our church. Because we have people who say they are saved living any kind of way. They are a bad witness to the Bethlehem Baptist Church, a bad witness in the community. Amen. And amen. So Bethlehem. Amen. This month, we're going to talk about getting it right in marriage or getting it right in the family of God. We're standing on Mark 10, verses 6 through 9, all month long. Which says, but at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And if we're going to have marriages God's way, there must be a male and there must be a female. Uh, Hello, somebody. Seems a little elementary to say that from a pulpit, but the times that we live in today, everybody wants to have rights of marriage. But God created it this way. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. So that they are no longer two, but one. And this is what God says of marriage. Therefore, what God has joined together. Let no man separate. Amen. So we're going to be looking at marriage and family this whole month because we know the root of our community is family. God established the family even before he established the church. And if we can get our families right, then we can get our church right. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. If we can get our families right, we can get our church right. Amen. And this is what we're going to be sharing all month long. And we'll leave this on the the bulletin board here after the service. But today we're going to be talking about getting it right with matters. Giving it right with matters. And we're going to look at this morning, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 1 through 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1 through 11. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, I'm going to stand on this word. In Jesus' name. Let's read this on three. One, 
two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. We're talking about this morning, getting it right with matters, getting it right with matters. And we're going to talk on around three points this morning. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the matters of singles sex. We're going to talk about matters of spouse sex. And we're going to talk about matters of separated sex. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should obey God in their sexuality. Christians should obey God in their sexuality. I shared this on Wednesday night. This was a story that was shared on KFAA TV in Dallas, Texas, Channel 8. Uh, A story from my home church there in Dallas with my home pastor at the Concord Church. And on this story, it was entitled, Here Comes the Brides, Free Weddings for Unmarried Couples. And this is what my pastor there said, Pastor Carter. He says that it's as if no one wants to get married anymore. They want to enjoy all the benefits of marriage without the commitment. And he says there that we're trying to change that. And in that story on television that shared this interesting fact, 
that I believe that affects the church. It said that indeed studies have shown that in the last three decades, the number of unmarried couples in the USA has grown sixfold. Nearly six million, uh, uh, six million unmarried straight couples live together. And they said that it is one out of ten. One out of ten. Undoubtedly, I believe that we're living in the similar times into which this text was written today. The book of First Corinthians is known to be uh, a church and a city that had issues in their sexuality. They had really all other kinds of issues and all other kinds of schisms, if you would. But this particular part of the letter that Paul writes to this Corinthian church is dealing with matters, with matters. In other words, somebody had asked a question about what was going on in the church and in the times. And marriages were being utterly destroyed. And no one was faithfully committed uh, therein, Corinth. That evil sexual place where the temple to the goddess of love was. Where people could, in the name of religion, go and worship there with temple prostitutes. That evil place... But God had sent missionaries to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And guess what? In that evil place, folk were getting saved. And they were getting saved not to be left the way that they were, but they were being saved to be transformed to the image of God. Someone once said that I'm so glad that God loved me to save me in my sin. But I'm also glad that God loved me enough to not keep me in my sins. Hello, somebody. And that's what God was doing in the church at Corinth. He was trying to get them to get it right in their sexuality. To get it right in their sexuality. And thereby getting it right in their families. And getting it right in their marriage. And the first thing he seems to address is matters of single sex. He said this in verse 1. For of the matters that I wrote to you about. It is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. He said that it is good for a single man to live holy unto the Lord. We live in a culture where we tell our men differently. 
We tell our young boys that they need to sow their wild oats while they are young so that, 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 that when they get married, it will, it will be out of their system. But there's only one thing wrong with that advice is that if a young boy sows his wild oats when he's young, he's going to reap what he's sown when he's older. And, and, and what people don't realize is that marriage really doesn't have any municipal ability. In other words, just because he got married don't mean that he's going to be faithful. Hello, somebody. Because after all, he sold his wild oaks when he was younger. And now he got it out of his system. But there's only one problem is that you can't get sin out of your system. Hello, somebody. The, the only way that you can get sin out of your system for the Christian is on that great day when that trumpet sound and the dead in Christ will rise first. And when we're risen, we'll have our new sanctified body. Hello, somebody. And that's the only way we can get sin out of our system. Hello, somebody. In other words, as long as you live on this earth, you live it in the flesh. And guess what? The flesh don't care nothing about the spirit of God that's on the inside of you. Hello, somebody. And if you feed that flesh more than you feed that spirit on the inside of you, you will have a lifestyle of someone that looks like you're not saved at all. All right, man. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Paul says it's a good thing to live holy, to be, as a matter of fact, a little later in this text, uh, verse uh, 8, we get this principle of this gift uh, of singleness. Hello, somebody. He said in verse 8, now to the unmarried and to the widow, I say, it is good for them to stay uh, unmarried as I do. But if you do, if, if, if they don't, or if you can't control yourselves, you should marry, for it's better to marry than to burn with passion. Hello, somebody. And the gift of singleness is, is if you don't have the passion of sexuality, if you don't have a, a sexuality, oh, then, then you have what is called the gift of singleness. That means you don't have a desire to do it. Hello, somebody. And as I shared Wednesday night, I've only met one person who said that they had the gift of singleness. And that one person who said he had the gift of singleness, guess what he did? He got married. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and, I, and I say that either he had or he didn't have the gift of singleness or his wife is very frustrated right now. Hello, somebody. Somebody will get that on the way home. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But the vast majority of us do not have the gift of singleness and thereby the Bible encourages us to do what? Amen. To get married. Hello somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, are you ready to get married? <laughs> are you ready to get married? 
And many single women would say, Preacher, I've been wanting to get married for the last 10 years. But I asked, okay, if you wanted to get married your last 10 years, have you been sexually pure for the last 10 years? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because if you have not been sexually pure, then you don't want to get married. Hello, somebody. Even Beyonce had enough sense to say, if you like it, you better put a ring on it. Hello, somebody. In other words, if you, if you want to be with me, if you want to be with me, you want to be, and there needs to be a commitment to be with me. Don't waste my time. And we live in a culture and a society where women are giving themselves away. Hello, somebody. Sexually, and if you give yourself away sexually, then naturally a man won't want to commit to you. He won't have any reason to. He already getting what he wants in the first place. Hello, somebody. And he's doing you just like he did Shaquita, just like he did Shaniqua, just like he did some of them did Shaquan too. Oh, and some of them did Ray Ray. Hello, somebody. Cause we got some brothers on the down low in our community. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And because they don't have to be committed, oh, they go around and they sleep with everybody and everything. Hello, somebody. So if you truly want to be married, you've got to single folk. You've got to come to the conclusion that I've got to obey the word of God all the way. Oh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it tells us, do you not know that this is, oh, the temple of the Holy Spirit of God? As he was writing to them, telling them not to, oh, to sleep with temple prostitutes. Don't you know that this is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God? And God challenges single folk, oh, that if you really, really, really want to obey God, fully obey him in your sexuality. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You won't hear this out in the world. Hello, somebody. You won't hear this in the songs that the rap song singers are saying. You won't hear this in the songs. Hello, somebody. But it's in the word of God. And because it's together, go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. Because this is the only place, oh, where you're going to get applause for living, holy, single woman and single man. Hello, somebody. Some folks say, oh, brothers can't control themselves. Well, Paul controlled himself. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He's giving a witness. He's giving a testimony. I I control. And he says, if you can't control yourself, then you need to go ahead and get married. Hello, somebody. Grandmama Nam used to quote this verse in the King James all the time. If they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it's better to marry than to what? Than to burn. Hello, somebody. It's better to marry. I don't care what the culture is saying. Hello, somebody. Because the culture now, uh, and the statistics that I sh- share to you, the culture now say marriage, uh, oh, is, is not prevalent or relevant. Hello, somebody. And the only somebody that's concerned about marriage is, get this, is who? Gay folk. Hello, somebody. <laughs> they they want to get married, but all the other people... Isn't that sad? That's so sad. Hello, somebody. Gays are saying, recognize us in the the marital union. But the the regular folk are saying, hey, 
We don't want to get married at all. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And our church is being affected. Hello, somebody. Here in Paul's Valley, the church of our Lord and Savior is being affected there in Dallas, Texas. Oh, but God has said a word and he raised a standard and he said to all you single folk who are burning. Hello, somebody who has a sex drive. That's the best way to put that. Hello, somebody. You need to get married. Hello, somebody. You say, but I can't find nobody. Hello, somebody. Now, it ain't that you can't find nobody. Is that you're trying to find somebody Hello somebody And when you look The only somebody you're attracted to Is a hood off a hoodlum Hello somebody You're into thug love Hello somebody And that person Oh that serves the Lord And sitting on the front row And single and want to get married Oh you say Oh Lord, preacher I can't be attracted to him He too square Hello somebody Hello somebody Hello, somebody. I need somebody to treat me bad. Hello, somebody. I use the one word that should describe any woman looking for a man is that the Bible says of true love is that love is kind. And you say to a single person today, hey, I want you to meet somebody and they are very nice. They'll look at you crazy. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, in our culture, they say, nice guys finish last. Hello, somebody. No, no, that's a a lie from the pit of hell. Nice guys finish first. Hello, somebody. And if you want somebody to mother your children, single parents who are looking for a a mate, you better find somebody who's nice and who can be nice to you and who can be nice to your kids. Oh, there's some single women that are dating and they treat them nice but act like your children don't even exist. Hello, somebody. And you thinking they make a good mate. No, they ain't going to be no good mate. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We live in a culture that's utterly, utterly mad when it comes to relationships. Hello, somebody. But God is trying to get you to stop the madness. Number one, if you truly think that he is a man of God and from God, just let him know up front that I don't believe in having sex until I'm married. Hello, somebody. You'll get rid of most of them that way. Hello, somebody. They say, well, uh, uh, Susie around the corner, I ain't doing that. Hello. I can get anything I want from Susie. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. The old folks had a term for this. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Single people, God is calling you to holiness as a single person. And if you can't live holy as a single person, then you need to get married. Hello, somebody. And you just can't marry anybody. For the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. And some of you are dating and spending your time with unbelievers. Oh, they want to be with you, but they won't ever come to the church. They want to be with you. Hello, somebody. And you say, you say that you love the Lord. Oh, and they don't even want to come to church. As a matter of fact, today they're sitting in front of their television looking at the game. Hello, somebody. Holy men of God are not that 
concerned about the game. They're concerned about the God that they serve. And they can come to church on a Sunday morning and Super Sunday and worship and praise his holy name. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God is trying to get us to get it right. And single folk, you need to get it right. Oh, because we need holy families. Oh, we need holy families to build our church on. Hello, somebody. Because if you get it wrong in this area, your marriage is going to end in divorce. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So you just can't marry just anybody. And you can't give yourself away to just anybody. Hello, somebody. Why don't you try God's way for a change? Stop compromising. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, why don't you try God's way for a change? From this Sunday on, be rebirthed. Be rebirthed in your sexuality. In other words, commit yourself to celibacy until marriage. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, will you commit yourself? To celibacy until you get married. Because that's key to helping you find a mate. You sleeping with them and you done lost your mind. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you done lost your mind. Oh, I love you. Oh, you done lost. Hello, somebody. You better ask some of these married people who gave themselves away and then married him. And, and now they got married and realized they ain't got nothing in common. Hello, someone. Why is that? It's because you slept with them. That bond of sexuality is meant to make you close emotionally, spiritually, physically. And it's meant to be a bond that would bond you together after marriage, not before. Hello, somebody. And if you're doing it before marriage, you have what they call love eyes. Love struck eyes. You can't see right. Hello, somebody. You can't see right. You you, you in love. Because you sleep. I'm in love. We go. He so. After you get married, he cursing me out. Well, he cursed you out before you got married. You just overlooked it because you were sleeping with him. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's why Tina Turner said, what's love got to do with that kind of love can put you in some bad places where folk are knocking you upside your head because you sleeping with them you forgiving them hello somebody and thinking oh whether I should get married oh I love him so much he knocking you upside your head what's love got to do with it do you know the true meaning of love have you read your bibles hello somebody have you read a little further? Hello, somebody. Love is what? Love is kind. Hello, somebody. Where, where, where is that at? Where is that text at? 13th chapter of First uh, 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 Corinthians. Start with verse 4. And it tells you what love is. And the first thing it says love is, and love is kind. And if he's knocking you upside your head, that's not kind. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Some women, oh, oh, be with a man. Say, oh, I love him so much. Oh, I love him. He cheating with two and three other women. And I, mean, I want you to marry us so we can get it right. Oh, no, you ain't going to get it right like that. Come on. 
You're sleeping with him and you're overlooking his behavior. Hello, somebody. That ain't something that God wants you to get into. That's foolishness. Hello, somebody. And you're thinking because he get married, he ain't going to cheat no more. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Guess what? If you date a dog, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. If you date a dog and you decide to marry that dog, hello, somebody. What is he? He's still a dog. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> they say you lay down with a dog and you're going to get up with fleas. Hello, somebody. In our day and time, these fleas could kill you. Oh, that's why a lot of folk in our community have AIDS today because they laid down with a dog. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And you and there's some married women wanting to overlook that. That ain't really something you can overlook in our day and time. If your husband is cheating on you. Hello, somebody. You could lose your life. Hello, somebody. Because you decided to marry a dog. Because he looked good and drove a, a nice car and had his britches hanging halfway down and riding on doves. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Them doves gonna roll right over you. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. This madness that's going on, and God is trying to speak truth in the midst of this madness. Single people, you've got to live holy if you want God to work and move on your behalf. If you want God to, to send your mate, because He can send your mate. Oh, if you don't believe me, ask Abraham. When Abraham was concerned about finding a mate for his son, who? Isaac. Hello, somebody. He, he had his servant find a mate for him. And it literally says, oh, that God, Abraham really said God will send an angel before you and help you to find. And that's where we get that concept of, uh, of Cupid. It wasn't no Cupid. It, wasn't no, it was God's work. He can still do it today, but he will not do it for somebody that's not living holy. The one thing that you want the most, oh, his love, most of us, we all want love. We all want true love. The one thing we want the most, hello, somebody. And we're doing things our own way. No, 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 no. You've got to obey the word of God. And then he can work in your love life. Hello, somebody. Some challenging singles. Challenging singles, praying, wanting you to develop the kind of families that we need to save our culture and society. Commit yourself to celibacy. No sex before marriage. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, no sex before marriage. Hello, somebody. Then pray to the Lord and he can work and he can move. Hello, somebody, to where you can fulfill your desires his way. Hello, somebody, to which I point number two, Matthew, uh, matters of the spouse and sex. Verse two, it says, but since sexual immorality is occurring because you can't control yourselves, each man should have sexual relations with his wife. Hello, someone. And each woman with her husband. Woo! Wait a minute. What? 
Her own husband. Which means what? One. Hello, somebody. One. Hello, somebody. Well, first of all, I had to I had to show you the obvious because of our culture in times. He mentioned a wife, which is a female, and then he mentioned a husband, which is a male. That's the kind of marriage that God wants you to have. Hello, somebody. And he wants you to come together and be completely faithful to one another. Hello, somebody. Problem that we have in our churches today is we got married folk who act like they single. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Married folk who act like they, they single. They, they, they got a wife to which they committed to. Before the people, Reverend Johnson told me just before I preached, and right here and right here over 20 something years ago, I got it right with my wife. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And when you make that commitment before the people and God, it's supposed to be you two against the world and nobody else. Hello, somebody. Then some married brothers like to creep. Hello, somebody. They, 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 they have a wife. Hello, somebody. They're getting a little something on the side. Hello, somebody. They, 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 <laughs> what a ham sandwich. What a <laughs> so, 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 so you got this woman who, who's on the outside looking in, waiting and wanting him to, oh, to leave his wife and to marry her. Hello, son, which usually that never usually happens, by the way. Hello, somebody. Oh, you've been, you, you just going to be a side chick. That's all you're going to be. Hello, somebody. Because he got a wife. And most of the time, they never leave their wife. Hello, somebody. And you the side piece, the side chick. That, that, that's why you, 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 you can't celebrate Christmas with him because he's with his family. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. All the major holidays, uh, oh, he with his family, and you uh, allowed yourself, uh, oh, to be treated like a non-person. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That ain't right on either part. The married person or the single woman that thinks she's going to hijack him. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Like you're just going to hijack him. He married. He's, he's got a good job. He's a good man. I'm just going to hijack him. <laughs> I'm just going to throw myself at him. He's going to leave his wife. No, 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 no. Most of the time that never happens. Hello, somebody. Snap out of it. Hello, somebody. If you see a man that's married, don't go nowhere near him. Hello, somebody. He, if he got a ring on his finger, don't go nowhere near him, single woman. And better yet, if he don't have a ring and has a tan on his... Uh-oh. <laughs> that's a sign God's trying to show you. Hello, somebody. It's a sign God's trying to show you. Lord, show me a sign if he the one. If he got tan around... Hello, somebody. He's not the one. He not the one. Hello, somebody. But for the marriage relationship, and it seems very elementary, it's supposed to be a sexual relationship between a husband and a wife alone. 
Hello, somebody. That's another problem. Let me get on some married folk. Because some of you are married, but you're not having sex. Mm. Or you can put it this way. Making love. (laughs) Hello, somebody. (laughs) That ain't from the Lord either. Preachers are saying that all over the country and all over the world, I got to get my single folk to stop having sex and I got to get my married folk to start having. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It's just many times the reason why a man creeps. Hello, somebody. It's because he's not being fulfilled at home. I don't care if you're not being fulfilled at home. Your singleness was supposed to teach you how to live celibate. Hello, somebody. And some of you never lived celibate and maybe and you had sex before marriage and now you reaping what you sown. It used to be good when you weren't married, but now it ain't nothing. Welcome to the principle of reaping and sowing. Somebody will get that on the way home. Hello, somebody. You better repent and turn and say, Lord, I was wrong when I was single. Lord, give me mercy. Give me grace. Lord, please bless. Oh, my wife and I, my husband's and I, sexual union. Hello, somebody. Because that's one of the ways I can tell whether your marriage is in trouble or uh, uh, you just you just don't know it. If, If you're not coming together, the Bible says that one of you will be tempted, if not both of you. Ver- Hello, somebody. In what he said, I'm not making this up. He said, You're talking all about this sex. This is in the word. Verse 5, what it says, Do not deprive each other except perhaps for what? For a time and do what? To devote yourself to prayer. And by the way, I've never met a, a couple that spiritual. <laughs> I've never met a married couple that said, we ain't having sex now because we be praying. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> oh, Lord. We, we, we miss it so much. Hello, somebody. But he says that if you do do that, Devote yourself to prayer. Then what it says. Then come together again. So what? Because you got married in the first place because you didn't have (laughs) self-control. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Didn't didn't he tell singles because you don't have self-control? You need to get married. Hello, now you're telling married folk because you don't have uh, self-control, you can't go long without having sexual relationship. Hello, somebody. That would save a lot of folk marriages. That would save a lot of marriages that are in the pulpit today. Hello, somebody. And most men, number one excuse or, or, or thing that they complain about their marriage is what? <laughs> no sex. <laughs> Regular men and pastor men. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Guess what? If you don't want to sleep with them, the devil got somebody who will. Hello, somebody. Ooh. If, you, if you don't want to sleep with her, the devil got somebody who will. Hello, somebody. 
call him the maintenance man, the, the cleanup man. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I'm trying to save a marriage right now. I'm trying to save a ministry right now because we've been hearing about brothers who have failed. Hello, somebody. I can tell you, if, if most of the time if a man falls in this area, it failed in this area right here. Not if he have any kind of love for the Lord in him. Hello, somebody. Because they're not coming together. They done got so busy. And got so many kids and running them off to soccer and, 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 and play basketball and running and taking care of their grandbabies and running them and running them and running them and running them. <laughs> so when they get home, they, they're too tired. Brother, brother, reach over and touch and you look, don't you go nowhere. <laughs> don't you even think. I've been running all day. <laughs> and, and we're supposed to be committed. They take that 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 that, that commitment serious, and they think that because they're committed, that you're going to be faithful. When the truth of the matter is, is you don't even have self-control either. And like I said, the devil knows how to meet your needs. Hello, somebody. Your husband don't recognize you, and you look good, and. That man in office said, Gug, gug, munga! Girl! <laughs> Husband just barely looked at you, didn't even notice nothing. Then he, he used to have hair down to here and cut it all the way off, and he ain't noticed nothing. <laughs> but that man in the office is like, Ooh, girl, you, 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 you used to look like Tina Turner with all that long hair. Now you look like Holly Berry with short hair. Ooh, child. <laughs> Husband ain't noticed nothing. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Married people, this is important. Don't ever think it's not. The only time it's not that important is I hear I haven't experienced this myself. But they say when you get old, it don't matter that much. Hello, somebody. Somebody said, well, that's not true. I, I don't think it's true either because now they got a little blue pill. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello. Wake up, man and woman of God. Save your marriage. Make time for yourself. Hello, somebody. You trying to save everybody else and running to save everybody else. Save yourself. Save your marriage. Hello, somebody. You're the only one in here that should be able to be playing those Luther songs. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and those Marvin Gaye songs. You, you can play those songs. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Singles, don't you do it. <laughs> Married folk. You, 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 you have. You, you have the, 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 the green light. And some of you acting like it's red. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. Single folk have the red light for now. Hello, somebody. Tell they get married. Then it, the light turns green. 
Hello, somebody. Trying to save somebody's ministry. Trying to save somebody's life. Because you don't hear this nowhere else. You don't hear this nowhere else. Because in the world, they just tell you, hey, man, just get your little side piece. She'll, she'll, she'll take care of you. Hello, somebody. Uh, uh, they may be like, and I don't mean this to shock you, but they may be like my daddy who used to pay for it. Hello, somebody. As you know, I had to get a new daddy. Hello, somebody. Because that's not of God. Hello, somebody. Matter of fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 deals with prostitution. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's not from the Lord. We've got to be holy. Hello, somebody. You made that commitment. You got up before the people. You made that commitment. You say, but preacher, you don't know what we're going through right now. Uh, All I know is that at one time you loved each other enough to get before the people and you spent all your money on the wedding day. Hello, somebody. To which I counsel uh, singles who get married. Save your money for marriage. You're spending, I think they say average now is $20,000 for a wedding. That's down payment on a house. Hello, somebody. That's madness. Save your money for your marriage. Hello, somebody. Yeah, a house, a new car, that's, that's something that can pay off your school debt. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You think that one day, hello, somebody. No, there's a duty in marriage. And this is what this text is talking about. There is a duty. I wish I could say it the way I want to say it, but I can't because there's kids in here. But there's a duty in marriage. Hello, somebody. And that's why the Catholic Church, before they will marry you, they want to make sure that you can come together. Woo, that's pretty deep. Somebody get that on the way home. But let me go on to this last point. At least I keep us too long. Probably have already kept us too long. Matthew. Uh, 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 matters of separation of sex it says to the married I give this command not I but the Lord a wife must not separate from her husband God does not like divorce hello somebody he, he hates it he, he, he hates uh, even separation hello somebody But in verse 11, he does give the option. He says in verse 11, if she does, she must remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. Now this, I share this text with those who go through a difficult marriage and maybe have a husband who's beating on them. Hello, somebody. And and I let you know that God don't want us to be stupid. Hello, somebody. If he's beating on you, beating on your kids, stealing all your money, hello, somebody. God don't want you to be sick. He don't want you to separate. But if you do separate, there's an option for the female. Notice that for the female only. For the last part of it says, says uh, 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 verse 11 says, and a husband must not divorce his wife. She's the, on- uh, she's the only one who has the option to separate. Hello, somebody. A man can never leave. Ooh, that's deep, that's deep, that's deep. Let me say that again. A man can never leave. Hello, somebody. He- hello, somebody. Let me come over here and say this to this. 
If you're a man, you don't have the option, you can never leave. Hello, somebody. You say, Pastor, you don't know my wife. Now, I don't know your wife, but I know your God. And your God is telling you that you've got to be committed just as Christ is committed to the church. And he didn't leave the church. What did he do for the church? He not only died, but he suffered for the church. And you say, preacher, that's what I'm doing now. Then good, that's what you're supposed to be. Suffer. Hello, somebody. Let me say this over here to these, these men. That's what you're supposed to be, man. Suffer. Hello, somebody. Suffer. I tell men all the time to suffer. You need to suffer. That's what Christ had to do. But you say, preacher, I'm about to die. Then die. Go ahead and die. Preacher, she ain't sleeping with me and I'm about to die. Go ahead and die. But I always like to say, but don't stay dead. Because <laughs> God's got the power to raise you up in Jesus' name. I said, God's got the power to raise you up in Jesus' name. Which means, as you are faithful to the Lord, one or two things will happen. Either she will change. Hello, somebody. Or God's going to let her loose. Hello, somebody. One or two ways. Hello, somebody. You know, there's only two reasons for divorce. And really, one is not really a reason. You say, what, 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 is, the, what is the first way and the best way? Death. I mean, natural causes, not you. <laughs> natural causes now. <laughs> <laughs> I have some sisters put something in a drink. <laughs> no, 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 no. Natural causes. <laughs> Funny story about the couple was heard that was supposed to have been separated. And, and, and the couple says, hey, we'll never separate. I'll kill him before I leave him. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not right. <laughs> leave him alone. Let the Lord deal with him. Her, but that's one way, and the other way is what adultery, adultery. And, and, and fornication includes adultery. Fornication really mentions all kinds of sexual deviancies. Hello, somebody, but 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 adultery, cheating that's the only way, and then it's not a command, it's a what an option. Hello, somebody. So, because God never commands divorce. Hello, somebody. That's how much He believes in marriage. He, he's telling single folk stop having sex outside of marriage and get married. Married folk uh, have sex with one another. If you have sex, it would uh, probably oh, you would probably overlook a lot of the stuff that you see in. Hello, somebody. If you have an adoring, loving relationship, what does love do? covers a multitude of sin. Hello, somebody. If you come together physically, maybe you won't notice that he's always leaving his socks down. You, you'll be so in love, you'll pick it up. Oh, I love that man so much. Ooh, I'm going to pick up his socks. Hello, somebody. I'll wash his dirty grounds. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> you got to have true love. But here, church, 
The only way you should separate is the wife has that option. The man can never separate, never divorce. He's committed for life. Hello, somebody. And and the only way I would tell a woman to take that option is if her and her kid's life is in danger. Hello, somebody. Her and her kid's life is in danger. We have a lot of blended families and many times uh, people take advantage. Hello, somebody. And they don't treat. Hello, somebody. If you marry a woman who has kids, God wants you to love those kids like they are your own. Hello, somebody. Protect them and guide them. Hello, somebody. Not misuse them or mistreat them. Hello, somebody. Not, 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 not try to have sex with them. Hello, somebody. You say, you just went Maury. <laughs> you know, the talk show Maury. <laughs> I know I used to be slow too I used to be slow too <laughs> my daughter that had sex with my husband <laughs> hello yeah you say you gonna get more in trouble no, not, not that more about that <laughs> the TV show <laughs> Murray hello somebody <laughs> but I need to stop here It's serious. This is serious. I need you to study this. We've been having a lot of fun and laughing. But this is serious. Singles, be holy unto the Lord. If he's going to send you somebody, you've got to live holy. Married folk, take your marriage relationship seriously. Never stop loving one another. Literally loving one another. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I said literally loving one another. Hello, somebody. There may be some who are listening and you're in a very difficult situation and you needed a word from the Lord. And the Lord says today that you have an option. Hello, somebody. But when you take that option, it says that you what? Remain unmarried or else what? Irreconcile to your husband. So this ain't even an option for divorce. It's just you can separate. And what usually happens is when you separate, usually as time goes on, that person that you're separated from will give you a legal reason for divorce. They'll go out and cheat on you. Hello, somebody. And then you'll have a reason or option for divorce. If you have any questions about this, you can talk to me in my office. We've said a lot. Uh, if you have any questions, just ask me, come to me in my office. Uh, but this is serious matter. All eyes closed, heads bowed, saints supreme, deacon, will you come? Today there may be somebody here today and, and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We want to give you this invitation to come to Jesus. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. 
You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision 
to reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.hearGodsWordAtBethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.hearGodsWordAtBethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision, to reality, and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build, a reality, because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.